Okay, we're back. So let's talk about the Lakers and the Clippers. So if you saw opening night, really intense game between the Lakers and the Clippers, went down to the wire, and the Lakers were able to win that game 103 to 101. LeBron didn't have the best game. He had 16 points, but Anthony Davis really took charge of that game at 34 oh. points. But, I mean, Kawhi and PG can't be stopped. PG looking great out there, 30 points. Oh. Kawhi Leonard had 28 of his own. And, you know, people are talking a lot about that game from how intense it was to just how the atmosphere is. Despite it was in the bubble, it really felt like it was a playoff game with, with yeah. the benches going back and forth. And even people crediting LeBron for his defense on Kawhi and Paul George. But I give credit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I want to ask you guys this. Were the Lakers too bad or were the Clippers too good? Hmm. Uh, the Lakers too that's a bad. tough question, man. Were the Lakers too bad? Yeah, we're the Clippers weren't that bad, though. That's the thing. I mean, the, both teams were rusty heading into the game. They haven't played in, I believe, like since like March. So, I mean, you could say that one, but the two late as team was bad, though. Too early. Say even. I don't know. Not really. None, none. The Lakers weren't too good. The Clippers weren't too bad. I mean, you can say that. That was, the first, that was the first game of the season, so why would this be rust? I don't know if it was rust because we had the scrimmage games. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, only a couple games, though. That's, yeah. That's different from, like, having, too. like, a, say, 30, 40 games or something. So, for example, yeah. from, like, before the outbreak, that's different, though. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like with those scrimmage games, even though it don't matter, people knew it didn't matter in terms of, like, you have to win it, but you have to get yourself ready. And... Yeah. For me, I think the Lakers were too bad. They were too bad. The Lakers too bad? Yes. So how they Lakers. win then? Hmm. I, want, I want you to break what? this down. I want you to break this down. The Clippers had no Lou Will, no oh, yeah, Marcus yeah, yeah, yeah. Harrell, who are both averaging at least 15-plus off the bench. Yeah. And the Lakers won basically – off a LeBron James airball shot, yeah. and nobody <laughs> boxed out. Airball was able to get his rebound. So it they wasn't airball. Like think so about saying it. they're too bad. Mm. Mm. I'm not saying you should have blew them out, but there was a point in the game the Lakers had a complete yeah. lead, and it was back it and did. forth. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi, he didn't really. He had 28 games. Game, sorry, 28 points. Yeah, but. You can see, like, he wasn't as comfortable as he usually is, you know. He wasn't really pulling on shots that he's comfortable with, especially yeah. in the range area. Paul George was really taking over that game. Like, he was hot. Like, he Paul George was, was taking over the first, like, three quarters. Exactly. And the fourth and quarter was already was really intense. Like, and, you know, but I look at the Clippers and, like, the fact that they were able to hang on with the Lakers, you know, it's really good. I think that was a, a good effort. Not to mention the fact, like, Kuzma off the bench. He, I think he put up 16 as well. Yeah, so I'm not saying the Lakers should have beat it them, like smoked yeah. them. And I'm not even saying, like, you know, in the sense that you need to win by 10-plus. But the fact that it never came to the sense that the Lakers had full control for the entire game, the fact that it was back and forth, mm-hmm. and you can tell, like, when LeBron James and Anthony Davis, when they were on the court together, or maybe both of them were off, or one was on, one was off, you can tell the tempo of the game was kept switching for them. Yeah. It shows that, you know, you need to work on that to see how much, 
is, you know, how is AD going to work on the court with different players, how LeBron's going to yeah. with different players. So I'm not saying the Lakers too bad because, like, you suck. The fact that you had no two players and you walk one by two, I'm not saying that. But yeah. in the sense of just, like, you know, you should have made sure that, you know, kept everything's under control. And if, if you did win by two, at least let me know, like, okay, it was – the Clippers made a comeback late, but you hang on. The fact that it was, like, they were trading baskets and, like, you know – at the end, and one thing I know, people were crediting LeBron for his defense, but if you look in closely into the replay, That's what I'm saying, man. LeBron was actually that. grabbing Kawhi and like he's grabbing a shooting hand so he couldn't shoot the ball. That's how he's playing defense. That's not. That's I mean, a foul, it, it's a technique, but like you know, like when he's I sneaky, saw that's that, why I saw on TV. I'm like, yo, wait, wait. I had to like rewind my TV. I'm like, yeah. Come on. is he grabbing like so no foul? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna cough on LeBron, you know the rest. Oh my god, and don't get me wrong, Kawhi was getting smacked all over the place too. He was, he was. Oh, no, no calls. So I I think the I don't think the Clippers were too good because they weren't good. I'm not saying that either. Clippers they were weren't good, good, no. I just think like the Lakers were too bad at just making sure the game was in their control for majority of the part. That is true. They were they were missing their what third and fourth best player. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense. So I know TN mentioned um, Lakers Raptors as uh, the finals. So I do want to ask, stay on the Raptors. Do the Raptors really need Siakam to be their number one option in order to win the chip? No, not really. Oh, no, because like he's a good player, but I wouldn't be like he's the best player on the team, though. To be like. What, you, go ahead. What? Explain. Explain. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. Like, like you guys said earlier, he's inconsistent. Sometimes he's great. Sometimes he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially in that game, who was the best player? It was Larry. Not Larry. Him. Right? So there were most of the other players on the team step up, right? Yeah. So, like, he's a good player. I wouldn't say he's the best. Not yet. He's a good player. I wouldn't say he's the best. That's, that's what the Raptors think. That's, that's the thing. That's what the Raptors think. He's the best. They think he's the number one option. Interesting. That's 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 interesting. Number one. I mean, the, I mean, the, he has to. In my opinion, he has to. In my opinion, he has to. Still, uh, he has to step up to win the chip. Can't just be scoring fifteen points. And fucking, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna win him. I want everyone to understand this. Siakam, he, it wasn't like he grew himself into being the number one option. The minute no. Kawhi left, he basically was like given the role. Like you have yeah. to be the number one option, especially what he did last year, being the most approved player on 17 points and everything. And do the Raptors really need Seattle to be the number one option? Yes, they do. Yes, this Absolutely. Why? I love Larry. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's the heart and soul of this team. Again, are you really going to believe Larry's going to do that type of numbers on a consistent level in the playoffs? But he has done it before in the playoffs. See? But who was on that team? Was it Kawhi Leonard on the team? Let me ask you this. When you have <laughs> like Kawhi Leonard, who can basically put up 28 or something, like it's nothing, you build that confidence from the player itself, from the yeah. superstar itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a superstar. So they're just going to keep giving him the ball. That's why he didn't really – like his number – how much he averaged? What's your point? <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> so you're telling – let me ask you this. Larry putting up 26 in game six against the Warriors. I'm not saying he did not do it by himself. 
But I'm telling you this, if Kawhi was not on the team, would you expect Lowry to come up with that type of energy? Okay, obviously, obviously, obviously no. I'm just saying, I feel like Siakam needs to be that dude to accept that's the like, Oh, that's what you mean, okay. Oh, okay. And, like, that's the fact mean. that you see it, like, in the game sometimes, like, you know, Siakam's brain off the court, he's passing Van Vliet, and Van Vliet's immediately passing it back, he's like, dude, I'm yeah, that's over. And like you said, Kevin, the fact that the Raptors see, like, you're the number one option, and Siakam is, like, shying away at some moment. Yeah. You're going to need someone like that. I love Larry, but Larry is not really in the position to say, I'm the number one guy. He's in yeah. the position to get his teammates together and say, we need to focus. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that's, lead off. that's a lead off Siakam. Exactly. Like, you know, Larry's more like, you know, I'm just there to make sure my teammates are right and we're yeah. our head is in the game. See, I know the dude's like, listen, dude, when we don't, when we can't get a bucket, we need you. Or when yeah. you're tough, I'm not even saying get a bucket, but like, we need you to step up. Like, this is important. So, do the Raptors really need Siakam as a number of option to win the chip? If they run in the Clippers, yeah, yes, they do. If they run to the Lakers, yes, they do. The if Bucks. Walking the ECF, yes, they do. Boston. Larry? <laughs> Again, I love Larry. Larry's not going to be the guy. He's not. I mean, he's going to be one of the guys, but Siakam's going to have to be the number one guy. He has to be. For them to win, yeah. And again, for people who think we're being too harsh, you need to understand. Like, the situation for Siakam, it wasn't like he got better if you know an option. No. Kawhi left, so he said, okay, you're number one option. Guys, the situation got better, but his game is still the same. It's the same game. Scariest part. This guy never really improved his game. Like. Yeah, so this is you're getting the ball more, so obviously your numbers are gonna go more. Like, yeah, you get more touches. Your usage rate's gonna get higher as well. Yeah, so you're getting the ball. So but he's still shying away from the like the ball. Like, I still, still remember, don't want the ball in tough situations. Still remember that was that six years Raptors game early on in the year. I remember the fourth quarter. Man was silent because Ben Simmons was locking him up. And then the minute the man got a switch on Tobias Harris, the man started getting aggressive. He picks and chooses. He picks and chooses his players, man. Kawhi would go at anybody. That's, like, that's Kawhi. Who's guarding me? I'm going. This is what I'm saying. Like, he needs to have that mentality. I'm not even saying, like, you need to just go attack everyone. Because if you just start attacking people and you don't have the skill set, then, like, that's an issue. Like, we're not even asking that, too. You need to have that mentality. knowing like, okay, even though... Like, you know, and here's the thing. If Siakam gives me that mentality and has the skill set, and if he's missing shots, I'm not going to be mad. Because at least, at least, at least, at least you're taking the shots, yeah. If you're not, if you're taking them, you're missing, it happens. That's the thing with Giannis. The problem with Giannis is he's, make, he's doing the takes. He's just not efficient with it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're Pascal, you don't even want no problem situation. When you see Seattle, like last night, when it was a close game, Seattle was standing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> when Larry and Van Vliet were dribbling, this man wanted nothing to do that's, with it. That's the number one option right there? I'm, I can't. I can't. Okay. That's fine. Right. What are you trying to say? Hmm. What I'm trying to say is, like, if he puts up 40 points or 30-something points every single game. Okay, that's not happening, obviously. Well, obviously. Okay. That's well, not a guy like that. can't win the chip beater. Again, they could win with a lot of, like, team effort. But at yeah. the same time, you got to know there's, there's going to be a one or two games 
where the team isn't doing anything. The team's yeah. trying Siakam, we're looking at you. What you're going to do? Are you Give me a bucket. <laughs> so That I, will come. Watch in the playoffs. That will come. Exactly. People are like, oh, you got to think think positive. No, we're trying to tell you the truth. We're not trying to. That's the facts. Exactly. It's facts. So moving on, the Pelicans. Now, so far, they're 0-2 to start this bubble season. And things are looking rough. So simple question. Are the Pelicans playoff hopes done? Are they in trouble? Or are you still optimistic of them making the playoffs? They done, yo. <laughs> if they keep if they keep playing Zion fifteen minutes a game, they're done. Like maybe they want to save him for next year. Like I'm not sure what the, the Pelicans' plan is with him. Don't don't, don't you want to make the playoffs or play him like twenty five plus minutes? I don't understand. They're lost. I think they're trying to save him because like oh we don't want him to like get too crazy and like injure himself. Well, guess what? He got injured, and he wasn't even dunking. That was him cutting yeah. the basket to make a layup. So, I guess you're playing backfire, Pelicans. <laughs> the coach, the, the coach, man. That's yeah. And, like, uh, another thing that's being talked about is um the meme for J.J. Redick on the, on the sideline staring, like, because he knows, like, yeah. his playoffs hopes are going to yeah. be into jeopardy. Because the thing with J.J. Redick, ever since he stepped foot in the league, He's always made the playoffs. Yeah. And this could be the first time he's like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. Like, his face was priceless. He's probably going to leave. I think yeah. he signed a one-year deal, too. So if he like, signed a oh, one-year deal, he, he's leaving. He's, he's gonna, leaving. Oh, he's I don't like, know why he went to the Pelicans in the first place. Maybe for potential. I don't know. For a new team. I have no clue. He just got off the Sixers to the Pelicans. Like, what? For money? That's what people want. They want their bag. I want to win. If I was, I want to win. That's all I care about. You can give me, you can give me a dollar a year. I'll, if I'm winning, that's all I care about. I'm joking, 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 joking. Okay, he's like a million. I'll play like. Okay, so um, now let's talk about Siakam. I know Siakam's the main topic of today, but <laughs> Raptors. We're Raptors fans. We gotta break it down for you guys. So yeah. Siakam, we're not going to deny. The man's had a tremendous jump, you know, African 23 points, first time all-star, leading the Raptors at the second seed. But, you know, a lot of people, and especially this person, Kendrick Perkins, has been really boosting. (laughs) He went on record to say that Siakam is an elite player. I'm like, okay, you know what? I've heard bad takes like that. Okay, fine, elite. But then he wanted to say he's a top 10 player in the league. Oh I don't know if we say in the league or this year. I could be could in the this year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good. So basically he gave out his list. So number one, he has LeBron, okay. Giannis, Harden, Luka Dantich, Kawhi, oh AD, Joel oh Embiid. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, and at number 10, Siakam. Uh, is that list, like, in order, or is it just, like, just top that's 10? In order. That's in order. In order. In order. That's, that's terrible. My God. Oh. Hmm. I have a new segment as well. It's called Capping or Real Facts. So, simple question. Is Kendrick Perkins capping, or is he spitting real facts? Hmm. Capping, obviously. What? 
You have Siakam in your top ten. Siakam you, you have Luke over Kawhi. What? You have a- Luke, Luke over AD. What? <laughs> Wait, was Paul George even in that list? What? I'm so confused. It's an interesting nah, list. No, he's not. He's not. Really? Nope. He's the main reason why he even went to the Clippers. That's what I'm saying. No, no, Jokic. Like what? Like Beal better. Like Beal's better than him. Like people, we need to consider this. It's talking about this year, so yeah. it's not. We're not looking at longevity, but yeah. still, like Siakam is not top ten in terms of this year. Like, let's just go down the list. We have LeBron, of course. LeBron's gonna be. I don't care what place. We're just talking about who is like in the top ten, who fits that. Oh, so, yeah. LeBron, yes. Giannis, yes. Luca, yes. Harden, yes. Kawhi, AD. Joel Embiid, I'm not sure about that. I don't even know about that. I don't, I'll take Jokic over him, honestly. I haven't been watching Philadelphia basketball, but what I've seen so far, you know, he looks very passe. <laughs> he doesn't want it. Like, he looks tired all the time. His game has dropped from last year. I think last year he was averaging like 27 to 13. This year is like, what, 20? 25, I think. Oh, 23 or something, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, okay. He dropped this year. Like, honestly, if you were, like, looking at it, like, it's not even Joel's team. Like, it's slowly going into Ben's team now. And um, we have Damian Lillard. Absolutely, Damian Lillard. For sure. Top five PG in the league always. For sure, for sure. Russell Westbrook. And people are going to say, oh, Russell Westbrook had a horrible first half. But even his horrible first half has still been able to put him in the top ten this year. Because look what he's doing with Mark. He's going having a great season right now. Now, Siakam. I'm not putting Siakam there. I can put no. some people over Siakam. Again, I could put Bradley Beal. I'm taking Trey Young over him. I don't Trae care. Young. Are you kidding me? I'll take <laughs> Jokic. Jokic. I'll take PG. Butler. What? I'm taking Butler over him. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm taking Larry over him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm taking Larry over him. I don't give a I mean, fuck. Why not? Hi. <laughs> no, like. I'll take, there's some people, Donovan Mitchell, like. Oh, my. Tatum, I'll take Tatum over him, obviously. Tatum. Don't, don't get started with that take. The thing is, we don't just look at top 10 and just in winning. Because if it was winning, Bradley Beal would not be there. Trey Young wouldn't be there. Because their teams aren't winning. The teams are not winning. You acknowledge the individual account yeah. that these players have done. Siakam, again, we just mentioned, he's been great, but. The reason why he's putting these numbers up truly is because that Kawhi left. So it's like, okay, we're bestowing on you. You're the number one. So you're getting more touches. You're getting more shots. Your usage rate is going to go higher. So then the question goes, has his game improved? Because you can have all those that, but if your skill set hasn't been enhanced, then you can't say you're an elite player. And honestly, Siakam looks the same as last year. Looks the same, man. You could argue teams are more focused on him because they think he's the best, I guess, on the team. You could argue that and one. You see that. Like, I saw that, I think, last night with the Lakers and Raptors. Sometimes Seattle's getting doubled. Yeah, he's getting doubled. Seattle is lacking that confidence in himself to know that I'm the number one option. I need to know that this is going to be the situation going into the playoffs. People are going to double me. I got to mm-hmm. learn how to get out of those situations, create my own takes. Mm-hmm. So, he's not built like that yet. So, like, he's not built like that. You look at Jason Tatum. I know that's the huge discussion. Tatum, first of all, he's playing with Kemba Walker. And, like, people say, like, Tatum's the number one option. So some people say Walker is. It's like a back and forth. 
So the fact yeah. that there's this back and forth between Walker and Tatum, and then you have Siakam, who's the definitive number one option, and Tatum and Siakam have similar stats, just shows that it's not just Tatum for the situation because his skill set's getting better. And you see that every yeah. single year. Mm-hmm. Like, you even saw, like, that tear he went through, like, before the pandemic came. Oh, yeah. Like, he was killing it. After, after the All-Star break? Yes. Oh, he was killing it. That game against the Clippers killed Kawhi. Oh, my Killed God. LeBron, too, that game. Well, like, you have to – so, Kendrick, you're capping. You are capping. Of course he's capping. Crazy. Now, top 10, that's weak and easy. Elite player, he's not elite. Seattle's not elite. No. no, he's not. And one thing he keeps mentioning is that is that 32-point performance in game one against the Warriors. Um. – he keeps bringing that up, and I just still, still bring that up. So yeah, why he uses that as like an example to why, like yeah. you know, this man has been like you know on a high radar. Again, I want to break this down. The Warriors in that game, if you if for all the Raptors fans or for people who watched that series, game one, the Warriors were specifically targeting Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that entire game. Which was a bad idea that did not end well for the Warriors. Think about it. If your focus is on one guy, what does that mean for the rest of the players on the opposition? They're getting easier shots. Siakam was getting easier buckets. That triggers then too bad. Remember remember game two, the next game, they locked that shit up. Exactly. Like, you know. They went, went, went home, watched them, locked it up the next game. So, for people saying that, we're not trying to diss Siakam. Siakam, I hope, once he gets more into this, his career, he'll become a more elite player. He will. But as no, of right sure. now, he is not elite. No. He's not in that caliber yet. No, not yet. It's important that, you know, we acknowledge that. Moving on to the last part, we got the T-dot overview. So, the Blue Jays, they had they were supposed to have two series. This week, but again, yep. Blue Jays games got canceled. Thank you to the Marlins. No, don't do that. <laughs> Marlins, MLB. It's MLB. That's MLB. Thank you to the MLB for not putting a bubble. That's what happens. So, um, we had the Blue Jays winning their first two games. They won the first game four to one. That was a really great game as well. And then we had them win their second game five to one. And then those were the two um, home games at Washington. The next two games were at Toronto. Well, it was supposed to be Buffalo, but they didn't even <laughs> leave Washington. So technically all four games were in Washington, but the third and fourth game were just like home games for Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Nationals versus Blue Jays game, the third game was a really intense game. Um, yeah. I, one of the Blue Jays pitchers, um, Pearson, he Pearson, played yeah. as a rookie. Matt Scherzer, you know what he's going to do again, one of the elite pitchers. It was a very close game, and it went. I think it went into um, extra innings, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And the Nationals were able to capitalize again with the new rule of the, in the extra innings. There's a runner on second base, you know, just to make sure that the game doesn't go too long because, again, with COVID and all the procedures. Yeah. The Nationals were able to capitalize, and they won that game four to nothing. And I think with that stipulation of having a person at second base, it's going to be very good for teams. 
in the long run, basically. It's a base hit. You win the game. Yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends. Like, again, depends if, if you're home. If you're home. If you're away team, then, like, you add up. But, yeah. yeah, for the home team, you still have that advantage. But, you know, there are some teams who get that opportunity. They're not able to capitalize. Yeah. I actually like that. It's kind of sick. Cool. Yeah. Like, it's interesting to see, it, like, see, like, the yeah, overtime rule, like, in effect. It still takes time to get used to it. It's like, there's a guy already on second at the top of the ten. Got it. And there, that's pressure on the pitcher, too. Think about pressure, it. a lot of pressure. Usually, yeah. the pitchers don't feel like, okay, if I give up a basic with zero outs, that's common. The fact that you're about to start the inning, there's already someone on second base that's like, I haven't made a single pitch yet. In like, that all, it is, like, like, all it takes is like one double and, well, we just lost the point. Yeah. Uh, game point. A base hit. Like, and you know what? That, and like, that goes into statistics as well. I mean, how does that affect the runners in scoring position percentage as well? Because usually for mm. teams, it's hard to like get a high runner in scoring position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For that, so, like, imagine if that was a home run. Wow, you got like damn, two runs already. That was fast. Two runs. <laughs> two runs. It could happen. And then we had the Nationals winning the last game, six to four. So these two teams split the series two to two. Um, earlier on the week, we had the Raptors' last scrimmage game, and the Suns beat Raptors one to one oh six. Wasn't really an important game again, just getting ready for um, the season. season. And, of course, as we talked about a lot this episode, Raptors did defeat the Lakers last night, 107-92 behind Lowry. Big win. 14 rebounds, game high, 14 rebounds. Crazy. Six-foot point guys, 14 rebounds? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, LeBron and AD did not have the best game. They only combined for 34 points. You locked that shit up last one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really defensive game from both teams as well. Even though both teams, yeah, for sure, they gave it away in the fourth quarter, the first three quarters. They were really playing tight defense. So it was tight. I was like, who's gonna win this game, Lakers or Raptors? Yeah. So, oh, and I believe with this win, the Raptors sweep the season series. Yeah. Because yeah. I think back in March, the Raptors won that game as well. Yeah. yeah. So that was great to see. In terms of this week, we have a couple of games for you. Today, on Sunday, Sunday, August 2nd, we have the Maple Leafs. They're back in action after months being off. They will be taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets in qualifying action, hopefully to make their spot into the playoffs. That would be nice not to see Raptors, but Maple Leafs in the playoffs as well. Let's see what um, Austin Matthew and those boys can do. We have... The Raptors versus the Heat on August 3rd, so tomorrow on Monday. That's at 1.30. That should be a good game. The Raptors have struggled to beat the Heat this year. I think they lost two games already. Two games, yep. So they're looking for redemption. We have the Raptors and Magic August 5th. That's on 8 o'clock. That should be a great game as well, especially how, you know, the bubble's in Orlando. So Orlando, they technically have They take their home. (laughs) Have home commands the whole season. Yes. And then the big matchup later on in the week, we have the Boston Celtics taking on the Raptors August 7th. Oh, yeah. Should be a great game. Should expect some intensifying things to happen. But... Tatum versus Siakam? Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a big – hey, we can talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll show you guys. And hopefully, if Siakam steps up, good. If not, we're going to roast him. If not, we're going to be here for a long, long time. And probably two hours, you know? Yeah, fuck. Like two two talks. 
I watched a little bit of that. Shout out to True Talk. Shout out to True Talk. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to everyone on that. <laughs> I love their podcast, man. I always, I always tune in, man. Yeah. Amazing podcast. But um, that's basically it. Thank you guys for tuning in to um, the Court Advantage podcast. No cap. No cap. No Game cap, man. No York. cap. This guy's yeah. scaring a cap, too. I want a little cap, you know? I wish I had a cap. I want a little cap right here. This is a little, well, little I, I got this, like, listen, I got this, like, at an intramurals event, so. Yeah. They gave it for free. I'm like, hey, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Free hat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in. You know what it is? It's your boy, President. I got old bang with me, and I got boy, man. <laughs> it's your boy. So, okay, you guys, <laughs> see you guys next time. See ya.